It's time for Rama for Today. Just stand your ground. No, I'm not going to go into this depression. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going into one of these attacks where I don't even know what I'm doing. You know what? I know it because I lived in the house. Mama started doing what the doctor said, stood against it, became perfectly well. Like I said, her sight never did come back permanently, but it come and go. But she never had any more nervous attacks. She just stood. Well, do you mean she stood one day? And that's it. No, no. Day after day, week after week, month after month, it took her several years to completely overcome it. But I'll tell you, she was standing at the end of three years, just like she was at the beginning. Glory to God! When that came, she stood. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, How to Possess the Land. I remember when I was nine years old, we were members of the First Baptist Church, McKinney, Texas, and the church, she's a widow woman, the church paid for it, sent her down to Dallas, to Baylor Hospital. Baylor Hospital is a Baptist hospital, you know. They kept her down there for a month, run all of these tests on her. 1928, they even bored, she's the first person in the world that they ever even bored into her backbone, took some of the marrow out trying to get some, she's the first person in the world that ever happened to, according to the doctors. And finally, after staying there a month, Dr. Carey, who was Baptist man, a Christian man, thoroughly saved. And, uh, the leading nerve specialist in that area, whatever you call it, in the southwest. I noticed after I moved to Tulsa, he died at 90 some odd years of age. But he said to mama, because you see, she was also blind. She went blind after she had the nervous breakdown. And the doctor said, now she could look at you. I mean, you, come, you walk up to the door and I said, mama, this is so and she'd look right at you. The next time you walked up, she'd call your name and tell you who you are because she knew you walk. Everybody's got a different walk, she said. She could hear people walking down the street two blocks away. In the nighttime sometimes, she'd say to me, I mean, we, we've already got to bed, said, well, get up because I hear Dub coming. She heard him walking two blocks away. I never heard a thing. I remember one time my mother, my, uh, my aunt and my grandmother were three rooms away in the house of whispering. And she's in the room where I was when I was bedfighting and told me what they said. Boy, that's keen hearing, isn't it? But the doctor said the nerve of the eye is not strong enough for the light. The nerve went into shock and never came out. Not strong enough for the light. Now, there is one operation that might help. Of course, you understand they no more than I did then. But he said, if it failed, then you'd be always blind. And I wouldn't operate on you for less than $10,000. 1928. So the big depression started. Because he said if somebody was operated on you, you'll pay $10,000, you know they want it. But, but I'd just operate on you because you're a widow woman for nothing. But if I operated on you as a widow woman, the doctors say, see, people say that doctor, you experimenting with that widow woman, now she's forever blind. 
But he said, when you go through the change of life, there's a better possibility. There's only 50-50 chance with this operation. When you go through the change of life, there's a better percentage that your sight may come back to you. Well, it never did come back permanently, but it would after she got through the change of life. Well, once in a while, her eyes would come back. She could see. See, we didn't know what we know how to hold on to something, you know. But suddenly, I mean, she saw all of us. She saw even grandchildren. She might just be looking at them suddenly to flash on and flash off. But anyway, Dr. Carey said to her, now, uh, I'm just going to be honest with you tell the truth about it. I could give you some medication that would cost you money and quite a bit and so on. But it'll do as much good as anything if you just get you a bottle of Nervine and take it. But he said the main thing. Now here's the leading, the number one specialist in this area in the southwest part of the United States. He said the main thing is just to do what the Bible said. He said in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the Bible said, having done all to stand, stand. Now she'd have these preliminary attacks. Actually, what she'd do would get depressed before she'd go into that where she didn't know anything. She, she began to think about what all had happened to her and everything, and she'd get under depression. And then she'd go into these attacks and don't know what she's doing, try to even destroy herself. He said that the very first attack, paraphrasing our language when the enemy comes, he said, just stand your ground. Just say... See, I learned earlier some of these truths from the Baptist doctor. He said, just say to yourself, no, I'm not going to have an attack. Make the right confession, in other words. Say the right thing. Just stand your ground. No, I'm not going to go into this depression. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going into one of these attacks where I don't even know what I'm doing. You know what? I know it because I lived in the house. Mama started doing what the doctor said, stood against it, and became perfectly well. Like I said, her sight never did come back permanently, but it come and go. But she never had any more nervous attacks. She just stood. Well, you mean she stood one day, and that's it? No, no. Day after day, week after week, month after month, it took her several years to completely overcome it. But I'll tell you, she was standing at the end of three years just like she was at the beginning. Glory to God, when that came, she stood. Having done all to stand. We've got too many people that's got a cotton string for a backbone. God wants you to have an iron crowbar. Bless God for the backbone. You don't change. The devil or whoever and all of his cohorts and all the enemies of hell may seem like turn loose on you, but you stand. You stand. Having done all to stand. Stand! Hallelujah! Praise God forevermore. Now look at Zechariah in conclusion, the fourth chapter and the sixth verse. Zechariah said, Then he answered and spake unto me, this is God speaking to him, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might. Look over into the margin, it says, instead of saying might, it says, Not by army. Not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. What would happen if we actually believed God? 
Hallelujah. Amen. Jericho was supposed to be an impregnable city. Now, I don't know. I read one time that these walls are so wide that more than one chariot, I think a couple of chariots, side by side, could run around the top of it. Boy, those are thick walls, aren't they? The Israelites in themselves had no might. Neither did they know what to do. God just said, I'll give it to you, the land, but you've got to possess it. But their eyes were upon Jehovah. And they believed in his almighty power. Glory to God. Get your eyes off of circumstances. Quit walking by sight. See yourself with the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Too many times we act like we have to do it ourselves. But I thank God I learned a long time ago from the natural standpoint, I'm insufficient. From the natural standpoint, I can do nothing. Some folks come out here, you know, through the years, friends of mine, some you'd known for 30 and 35, 40 years and some less. View the campus and now we've completed the last building that we had in mind when we come out here. I don't mean that's all we're going to build. We drive around and show them the camp. Oh, isn't it marvelous what you've done? I said, no, I've done things. Oh, isn't this all wonderful? No, I said, I have done things. I just run and try to keep up with the Lord. I find out he's ahead of me. Just run trying to keep up with it. Glory to God, he's done it. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. I remember one time, in conclusion, I was holding a meeting down here in southeast Oklahoma. To be more explicit, November of 1951. I knew you'd want to know. <laughs> and I was in the Voice of Healing, and we had the Voice of Healing convention every year over Thanksgiving time. And they had the Voice of Healing convention here in Tulsa. Well, the pastor and I talked, and now I'm only, we're only having night services in the meeting, and and so we talked about coming and decided that we would get up early and come and get back. And then he decided that he wasn't going to come. And I said, well, if you're not going, then I'm not going because I'm not going to drive there and drive back and have to preach, you know. If you were going to let him drive, you know, and I'd be more relaxed. And so I announced Friday night, you know, after Thanksgiving on Thursday of 1951, I announced that on Friday night was Miracle night. Bring folks you know that are bedfast. Bring them in the ambulances. Well, he decided that he's coming. Well, I'm a member of the voice. He and I really need to come. So we left at four o'clock in the morning. Remember, we had no freeways. Drove those little old two-lane roads and got up here to Tulsa. He said after the morning service that he's going back. But he liked the morning service real good. He said, well... Well, let's stay for part of the afternoon, then we'll leave, you know, and, and try to get back. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. 
right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagen's book entitled Listen to Your Heart. Next is Kenneth E. Hagen's three CD series, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing. The last item is Lynette Hagen's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God, all for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you have a prayer request, to send it in to us. And Craig has prayed for you. And if you, and we would like to hear a praise report off of the prayer. And uh, and many, many, many times, the when a, a prayer request comes in, it's sent over to the prayer group. We got prayer groups praying, praying all the time for many different needs. And many of those come up to my desk and I actually pray over them also. So you're, when you ask us to pray, your prayer request gets prayed for by me and by many of our prayer partners that are here, right here on campus that's praying all the time. So if you have a request for prayer, you can send it in to the, to the partner services at rhema.org and you know that it will be prayed for by an individual that really is concerned about you receiving what you need from God. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this classic teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.